Ladies and gentlemen, your very own Michigan State Spartans. Goal scored by Fatai Alashe, Ryan Keener, and the cast. Let's hear it for your MSU Spartans, Rachel Van Poplen. Goal scored by Mary Catherine Fiebernitz. All right, today on Corner Kick, we have head, MSU women's head soccer coach, Tom Saxton. How's it going, Tom? Doing well, Brooks. How are you? Uh, you know, making it through the cold winter, uh, trying to stay warm uh, with the yeah. negative 11-degree weather. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, today we'll talk about the 2015 recruiting class for the Michigan State uh, women's soccer team. Uh, can we start off with Michaela Kovacs, uh, Hudsonville, Michigan, Grand Rapids Crew Juniors, midfielder defender. Tell, tell us a little more about her. Yeah, Michaela's nickname is Mouse. I think that's what she'll go by, although she does not play anywhere like uh, the stature of a mouse. She just actually uh, got back from captaining the uh, Region 2 Olympic Development Team in a tournament in Costa Rica. Got tremendous experience at that level. Uh, you know, I think she's got natural leadership ability. Plays in the middle of the park. Uh, I look at her probably as a, a holding mid over the years for us. She absolutely has an opportunity to impact the uh, our lineup right away. She can also play in the back and uh, give us some uh, some depth back there this, this fall. Um, I, I honestly do. I see her as a potential leader and, and somebody that'll be a be a great Spartan in the years ahead. Yeah. Now I've heard very good things about her. I've read different articles that even when she was a freshman in high school, she was very active. Uh, always wanted to be the best in the field. Is that just kind of her attitude when she goes out and plays? Very much so. She's really driven and ambitious. Uh, she, to the point, like, uh, I think the last two summers, even, you know, as a young player, she's played in, in, in a women's, you know, kind of the, we don't really have semi-pro at the women's level here in Michigan, but kind of a a uh, 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 Lansing United type team at mm-hmm. the women's level. So, I mean, she's she's always striving to find new experiences and, and take her game to a new level. So that'll help. That experience at that, that higher level will help her make a quick transition to the college game. Yeah. Now, it says midfielder defender, so does that mean, is she going to be, you know, you said kind of like in the midfield, uh, does she defend and is she very well offensively as well as well as a, a defender? She is. I think that uh, the way we see with some of the other people we've recruited and uh, some of the commitments we have in future classes, I think we'll see her uh, kind of anchor the back, you know, play deep for us there because she's very good in the air mm-hmm. and uh, she distributes well. Um, I think we'll probably – try to fit her into a role where, she, you know, she hangs back there in that kind of that holding mid spot or maybe uh, perhaps uh, plays a little center back for us and just kind of kind of keeps things uh, in check back there and, and, and allows some of our other players to get forward in the, in the years ahead. Now moving on, Sabrina Marks, which uh, she's from Texas, but what I read, she's really from Michigan. She played for the Hawks when she was younger. Um, you know, uh, what's so special about Sabrina? Sabrina kind of came to us late in the process and uh, evaluate, you know, she had some she has some ties to Michigan State, and, and as we started to investigate her uh, and watch her at a couple tournaments, uh, what we saw was great potential. And she she hasn't even scratched the surface yet. She's got, but the, the main thing that uh, you know makes her uh, uh, a potentially fine college player, she's got great speed wide. And we're trying to, you know, balance our classes right now as we as we move forward with with uh, you know to be able to be able to fill our needs at the at the various uh, parts of the team. And, and Sabrina will give us a you know, I think uh, opportunities in the future to give us that good pace on the flanks, and and she's got got some work to do to to adjust to the college game. But I think down the stretch she should be uh, valuable to our depth. Yeah. Um. Now, uh, you have another girl from Texas, Riley Ott, uh, as a goalkeeper. Um. Obviously, you lose Courtney Clem, 
uh, this this last season. A redshirt goalkeeper did a lot for you guys the past couple seasons. Uh, you've got a lot of keepers on your roster, kind of like the the men's roster, which is never bad to have a lot of goalkeepers. But what does Riley bring to the table next year? You know, Riley may be the, one of the most important uh, uh, folks in the class. I mean, she is hopefully our you know our goalkeeper of the future. She's a she was highly ranked uh, in club soccer. She's got great athleticism. She uh, she's taken the time even after committing to us to come to our summer camp. So she, we've got a chance to work with her a lot already in the camp setting. And well, there'll be there's always an adjustment, especially in goal, which as we've talked about before, Brooks is the most crucial position in the women's game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Riley's got the quickness, the athleticism, and some pretty darn good game experience at a high level in club uh, to have an opportunity to fight for the job, I think, right away. Uh, now, the men's team has gone to Texas and recruited players. Uh, we also have a lot of alumni in Texas. Uh, was that kind of their connection there between either of those, or you just saw our I play? The men definitely helped us in both those cases because uh, having ZB on the, in the program and having him uh, be able to talk to the players when they made their their visits but mm-hmm. uh we've always looked at you know it just kind of comes and goes in cycles but texas is just you know it's a big population center with a lot of great uh, girls youth soccer so it's, it's it's really you know kind of like southern california it's no surprise to, to kind of circle back there every few years and uh we were really um we spent a couple years uh looking for that next goalkeeper uh as we as we anticipated you know courtney's mm-hmm. uh graduation and and uh, you know, looked all over the country, and, and Riley uh, stood out to us. And you know, she didn't have any uh, original ties. And, and when we got her up here, uh, her and her family fell in love with Michigan State. We feel fortunate that we were able to sign her. Now, you know, as a goalkeeper, it's important to have height, um, which I think some of the goalkeepers on your squad maybe lack a little bit. Not that they're not athletic, but uh, is Riley a taller girl than Courtney? Like, uh... very similar size. She's in the. In the uh, I don't think she's quite as tall as Jill Fleetster, our volunteer, but. Mm-hmm. A little, little taller than Stacy Heller, and those, you know, I always look at Stacy and Jill. Are the, I think the two, uh, they're both all Big Ten keepers at Michigan State. I think they're the two standard bears for our, you know our program after 29 years here. So she fits right in that mold, and it's you know the ability to, you gotta, I agree with you. You have to have a, a minimum standard of, of, of height, but the, you know the, it's the springs, it's the ability to leap, and, and again Riley is a great athlete, so we feel we feel comfortable here. Although I will say that with all of them, including Stacy and Jill, when they were incoming freshmen. Proving yourself in the air is really the is really the bar that they have to she has to reach in order to get uh, an opportunity yes. to play in regular season games. Yeah, very true, very true. Uh, now moving out to, back out to the west side of the state, we have Brittany Tanner from Catalonia, Mich- Michigan, East Kenwood High School, forward from the Grand Rapids Crew Juniors. Uh, tell us a little about Brittany. Well, Brittany was a was a great again late uh, ad for us. You know, the recruiting in, in uh, women's soccer starts so early and and. Uh, you know, I thought Brittany, a lot of the best players uh, in the Midwest and in the country get snapped up uh, uh, in terms of making commitments, you know, sometime around the end of their sophomore year. And mm-hmm. Brittany was around, in, you know, in, into her junior year. We knew her game. Unfortunately, she suffered a, a, a tough injury, and, and uh, that may have uh, kind of hidden her from the, the crowd nationally. And, mm-hmm. and, and we got in, and, and uh, you know, we, we've really liked her game since we started watching her play as, as a ninth grader. And, and we're able to come to an agreement with her and her family, and I'll tell you what, she'll be uh, great help to our, our front line uh, in terms of depth here this first year. But as we, you know, graduate somebody like Allie Krause after this season, she'll be she'll be somebody that we're going to rely on to to, to work with uh, uh, Jamie Cheslick and uh, Christelle Yewa uh, to provide us some offense in the future. And she's got a great polished back to pressure game, 
you know, she's a true target forward that also can play on the wing. And most importantly, Brooks, uh, she can finish. And that's, that's the, that's the key obviously in our sport. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the men's team recruits, well, you know, with the Grand Rapids crew juniors, uh, you know, the women's program is very good on the West side of the state. Can you kind of talk about that program? And, you know, there's a lot of players that go to Michigan state from that program. One of my favorite club teams, obviously, honestly, they are, they just do a great job training their players. I think that, uh, Grand, the great greater Grand Rapids area is a major population center in our state. It's just going to continue to, to uh, provide more and more uh, top-level players. Uh, we had an elite prospect academy over the weekend, and uh, there was no exception there. There were several uh, Grand Rapids crew players, but Grand Rapids area players in general that mm-hmm. uh, were in our uh, in our building uh, this past weekend that uh, will be recruits of the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, now moving on to the final recruit, Alexis Warner from Ypsilanti, Michigan, uh, gave her, Ann Arbor gave her Richard High School, midfielder forward, uh, common team here, and that's a very strong club team, are the Michigan Hawks who play in the ECNL. Uh, can you go on and talk about Alexis and what she brings to the table? Alexis was was one of the anchors of our class. She's a uh, incredibly athletic and versatile player. She uh, has great, great pace. Uh, I kind of we kind of started the process as recruiting her as, as an attacking wing back, but uh, since she committed, which was a couple of years ago now, um, for her verbal, uh, she's played all over the place, as you said, for the Michigan Hawks, you know, one of the top clubs in the nation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've seen, seen her play forward. We've seen her play center back, center mid. Um, it's re- she's got the uh, understanding of the game and the tech- technical ability to do so. I mean, she's going to give us a lot of options. And I think you'll also see uh, early in the fall with her pace, uh, you know, we're going to have to find a way to get her minutes. And she, she is uh, really dynamic. And, and, you know, Alexis is a great student athlete as well. So we're delighted to have her. In other sports, it's great when, you know, like baseball, to have a five-tool player that can play multiple positions. You know, in soccer, how big is it as a coach to have a player that can play defense, that can play midfield, that can play forward, and, you know, their versatile at each position? Yeah, we were just talking about that as a staff. It's, it seems like the, the crop of players coming up these days are, and first of all, the skill level is at an all-time high for the women's game, and, and, and they're just more and more players are getting experience through their clubs, through their high schools, but playing in different areas, and that just makes it uh, better for us because we, we have to certainly tactically change our systems, sometimes within games, sometimes you know, uh, you know between games, but you know the more uh, the more versatility, the more tools, as you you suggested, Brooks, that a player has, the the easier it is for us to transition, uh, given our needs in, in, a, in uh, the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you lose five players from last year's roster, and then a few freshmen played a huge role this past fall. Jamie Cheslick, Crystal Yewa played well, uh, Morgan McCurchy. Uh, will any of these incoming freshmen you know, have a big role, like as the prior freshman class had this upcoming fall? You know, I'm always cautious about that because uh, – you, you, until we see them in preseason camp and, and, and they're competing against each other, it's, you know, I, we try to keep an open mind because we've got a great group of uh, returning players. And we also have some folks that, uh, you know, are, have already started to step up this winter mm-hmm. in our training sessions and, and, and really are competing to, you know, to get more playing time. But I, uh, I haven't had a year. I don't think uh, maybe since our really strong veteran team a few years ago uh, where we haven't had freshman impact uh, or even get in the lineup. And I, and, and I would, I would probably, if I was a betting man, I'd probably say that's going to be the case again. But uh, mm-hmm. we feel good with what we have returning, and I think that uh, the, the, this this class is just going to, you know, give us a chance to go to another level. Now, like you said, uh, players are working hard this winter. They're stepping up. You know, you really advertise defending and working as one unit. That's something you really stress to the team. 
you know, have they really, has the team really gotten that and, you know, taken that in and are you working on anything different, you know, this off season? You know, we, that's, that's how we kind of talk about it with, with the players is that we've, we've, we feel like we, you know, we definitely had a couple of mishaps, uh, especially in our stretch run last fall, but uh, we felt like during the course of the season, we were a very strong organized team um, defensively. And that was kind of our calling card as we went into the matches. And, and we know we have to maintain that as a, as a base of uh, the way we want to play. We've tried to work a little bit more at taking advantage of, uh, of some of our, the, personal traits of our players like uh, Jamie Cheslick's ability to, to, to turn the ball over. So we've been working on our press a little bit more, but the biggest thing and the, the, the team all shakes their head when we talk about this is we've got to, uh, uh, you know, work to, to take our offense to the next level and, and find a way to create more chances and, and finish those chances. So, uh, you know, that we've just started the 20 hour week again in a team training and in the first couple uh, scrimmages, it was, you know, reestablished that base that organized defense can we look to press a little bit more? But now I think, especially as we go into our five-game exhibition season after spring break, it'll be, you know, what can we do to be better offensively? Now, speaking of, you know, some players who return, you know, three of your four players on the back line return. And like you mentioned, you have a very strong offensive team with Allie Krause, Jamie Cheslett, Christelle Yewa. Um, I'm sure eventually Christy Gomez with her height, she's really going to make its difference in the offensive game. You know, does the team look ready to win a Big Ten conference title or maybe a Big Ten tournament title, like at least to compete next year? You know, I think we were, I, I think we have the confidence now, maybe from a couple of uh, down years. I think, though, we were disappointed with the way we we uh, when we went on the road down the stretch last fall, the way we finished the season. I think we we all believed that we put ourselves in a position to c- compete with anybody. I mean, we were right there with Penn State, which is a perennial power, and 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 now it's just you know taking that next step so I, I i i think in terms of a specific outcome goal we're talking about you know being a postseason team mm-hmm. but uh i think if we we collectively take that next step there's no reason we can't compete for a title and, and and we know how tight and how much parity there is in the big 10 so really all the teams feel that way going into this year and, and they should so mm-hmm. you know we'll, we'll, we'll be there we'll be competitive and uh and we'll, we're we're ready to take a next step a final question uh you know with recruiting you know the media likes to give these players these ratings, these two, three, four, five stars, you know, especially when they're, you know, 15, 16, 18-year-olds. You know, what's kind of your opinion on, is it that important to bring in a five-star recruiter? Is it really ma- or does it really matter about, like, what the coaching staff thinks and, you know, how you see them? I'm one, uh, you know, maybe as a fan of basketball and football over the years as well, that it's never paid much attention to the the recruiting rating. I mean, it's, I guess it's nice publicity for the kids. I mean, this, the, the, you know, they're, they're digital age folks that are, you know, all over the internet. And, and so I think the, the, the students and the prospective students like it, but for us, it means very, very little for us. It's our evaluation in the proper settings and, and it's our eye test and it's, and it's, uh, you know, it's the three of us that are able to recruit off campus going out and independently forming opinions on prospects, then coming back together and basically, trying to find a meeting of the minds. And so I put very little value in those, uh, those rating services yet. I know they're, you know, they're cool for the kids. And, and, and yet uh, our job is to find the players that we want, that we think will fit into our program. And I certainly believe with this class, we've done so. All right. That was a uh, head MSU men, uh, MSU women's head soccer coach, Tom Saxon. Uh, Tom, I appreciate your time out of your busy schedule and I hope to see uh, some of your spring games this, uh, this spring. And, uh, you know, look forward to what the team brings next year. Thanks, Brooks. Sorry, good to talk to you. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.